So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. We have a very, very special guest coming on tonight. I cannot wait for you to meet this amazing, amazing young woman who is just really taking life by storm and she understands at a very young age what it takes to be successful and i can't wait to share her brilliance with you because she has gone through things experienced things uh has gone through setbacks and has overcome and learned a lot at a very young age that will help her and hopefully help you because the story she is about to tell will help shed some light on what all of us as entrepreneurs go through in our struggles, and even better than that, what can be done to overcome those obstacles that come in, in, in front of us and get in our way. So this is the Mind Body Business Show. It is a show for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs, and I only bring on successful entrepreneurs, and I interview folks from all over the world, and tonight we have a young lady from Arkansas. I can't wait to bring her on. The Mind Body Business Show, mind is all about mindset. And that's what happened is over the, I don't know, a course of 10 plus years, I began studying just successful people. And I wanted to find out what it was about them that made them more successful than say me. And over and over, time and time again, three things kept floating to the top. To a person, each and every one of them had mastered their own mindset. And by that, I mean, you know, a very strong, positive, and most importantly, flexible mindset. And there are many ways to develop that. It is a learned process. It's not something you're typically born with. Uh, and it is something that each and every one of us can achieve. And body, that's literally uh, about taking care of one's own body. Each and every individual that I found that was of great success also took care of their body, both in physical exercise and in the nutrition. And that's the, you know, the actual food and drink that they ingested. And then business, it's a wonderful area because it is so multifaceted. And the thing is, is the people that I followed and studied that were so successful had mastered the skill sets that are necessary to start, run and grow a successful business. And there are many of these. There are skill sets like marketing, sales, team building, systematizing, leadership, and the list goes on and on and on. The good news, so, so look, to master just one of anything <laughs> takes an exorbitant amount of time. And the good news is, is no person, that includes you, needs to master every single skill set in the business genre that is necessary to build and maintain a thriving business. You really only need one. And when you've mastered just one skill set, then the rest will fall into place. And I already mentioned it in that list that I just brought up, um, the few that I mentioned, and it is that one skill set called leadership. Because once you have mastered that skill set, then you now have the ability to delegate the tasks 
to others that are in those areas that you have yet to have mastered. And it could just be that you've mastered them, but your time is better served doing things from a higher level, from creating and moving the business rather than working in it. You're now working on it. And so Mind Body Business Show is all about you, entrepreneurs. And another wonderful thing that uh, I noticed in all of these uh, studying, I've done interviews, I've, I've spoken from stage, I've met incredible speakers and authors, uh, I've read books from authors that have not, they're no longer with us, I've studied many. Uh, but one of the cool things in addition to all that was to a person, each and every one of these successful people were very voracious readers of books. And with that, I like to segue into a very brief segment I like to affectionately call Bookmarks. Bookmarks. Born to read. Bookmarks. Ready. Steady. Read. Bookmarks. Brought to you by ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. Real quick, before I jump into this and bring on Jesse Terry, who is waiting in the wings, as we go through this show, you are going to learn about different resources, websites, things of that nature. And I just implore upon you that rather than succumb to that itch to click away and go look at these things while the show is running, is to instead take them down as notes, write them down. Like this one, reachyourpeaklibrary.com. Just write it down. Don't worry about visiting it until after the show is over. And why I say that and bring that up is because the magic happens in the room and even if it's a virtual room by that i mean i would hate for you to take your gaze away and your concentration away from something jesse's about to say that could potentially change your life forever because you are off looking at other resources please just stay with us and take notes i'm running this entire show and i myself take notes throughout it i've already got some from our pre-show chat uh, but reach your peak library what is that that is a website I literally had put together with you in mind, entrepreneurs and business professionals who are looking to take their game up to the next level. And what I did was I started compiling a list of only the books that I had read that had profound impact on me, either in business or in personal life or even in both. And you'll see them all here. And look, this is not what I would call a money-making website. That wasn't the reason this was put together. In fact, all those buttons that you see there where it says buy here, those go straight to Amazon. And so it's here really literally as my gift to you as a one-stop shop. If you have read, uh, odds are you haven't read every single one of these and you find one in there that you haven't read, just grab it and then read it. And uh, what I found later in my life by the age of around 47 is when I finally started reading books on a regular basis, uh, I realized, my gosh, these have amazing impact on me personally and professionally. And so I began reading myself and loved every second of it. But with that, every second that goes by, we're not talking to our wonderful guest experts. So I want to bring her on right now. So here we go. It's time for the guest expert spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. And there she is, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is Jesse Terry. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Jesse. How are you Thanks. doing this evening? I'm great. Fantastic. So uh, before we jump in and really, you know, peel back the curtain of that beautiful brain of yours, uh, Jesse, to find out 
how you've become so successful at what you do at such a young age. I want to take care of a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, that would be sponsors. And uh, for that, uh, you can see right above Jesse's left shoulder to the right, if you're looking at the screen, yep, the other left, <laughs> is a logo called The Big Insider Secrets. That is my buddy Jason Nass company. And look, here's the cool thing. For every one of you that stand to the end of this show, you will have the opportunity to win a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort. Again, compliments of the Big Insider Secrets and uh, Jason Nast. And we get to give away a, a vacation stay every single show. So thank you, Jason, for that. And they are high-quality vacation stays. You will not be whisked away into a timeshare promotion or anything like that. And I know that because Jason himself has tested the very thing he gives away three times and said each and every time it was phenomenal. So thank you for that. And then just a couple more, and then we'll get going with Jesse here in just a second. So if you're struggling with putting a live show together and it's overwhelming and you want a lot of the processes done for you while still enabling you to put on a high quality show and connect with great people like Jesse Terry, and grow your business all at the same time, then head on over to carpetbombmarketing.com. Carpet Bomb Marketing, saturate the marketplace with your message. And one of the key components that is contained in the Carpet Bomb Marketing courses, one that you'll learn how to absolutely master, is the very service we use to stream our live shows right here on the Mind Body Business Show. Over the course of over the past nine years, plus years, my goodness, we have tried many of these quote unquote TV studio solutions for live streaming. And I, I'm here to tell you, StreamYard is the best of the best. It combines supreme ease of use along with unmatched functionality. So you can start streaming high quality, professional looking live shows for free with StreamYard right now. So you wanna visit this website instead of visit, write this down, write this down, ryp.im forward slash stream live, ryp.im forward slash stream live. And now back to the guest and the person of the hour, Miss Jessie Terry. Woo. All right, finally, at last. And then it is time to give her the introduction she deserves, a professional introduction. You ready for this, Jessie? I'm ready. She's ready. Jessie Terry is just 22 years old, but has made quite an impact. Jesse has traveled and done missions work in Cameroon, Africa, Antwerp, Belgium, Guatemala, and Costa Rica. Jesse is passionate about working with children. Jesse is a women's self-defense instructor and has traveled internationally teaching women. Did you catch the part that she's only 22? This is very impressive. She has four children's books currently published. It just keeps going. Uh, she is walking for three designers at New York Fashion Week in September as a fashion model on their runways. Amazing. Her book, Ebenezer's Journal, inspires children to maximize their potential and use their imagination. Her biggest dream in the world is to have an international playground company that builds and installs playgrounds for kids in third world countries who have lost their sense of childhood due to issues beyond their control. She's determined to change the world one life at a time. Ooh, I love all of that. Oh, yes, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. <clears throat> and speaking of our sponsor, he has just chimed in. Look at this. Mind Body Business Show rocks. Thank you, Jason Nass. <laughs> and he said, your sponsors rock. Of course they do. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. 
Yes, he says, I've stayed at three of them. They are great places to stay. Yes, they are not timeshare. Thank you, Jason, for coming on. So, um, Jesse, now what I like to do is open the show talking about what's going on in an entrepreneur's mind that makes them so successful, you know, because it's my belief that our minds and our mindset is the foundation and reason for either our success or lack thereof. Wherever anyone is at today is 100% attributed, attributable, I can say it, about uh, between uh, what's going on between those two ears in, in one's head. And so for you, I mean, you've been through some interesting times already. We were talking right before the, the show, knowing that things don't always run smoothly, that you know things are planned and they don't always go the way they're planned. And seeing that you've accomplished so much tells me you have quite a drive. So what is it that motivates you personally when you get up and 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 maybe during the day you hit those speed bumps, those setbacks? Mm -hmm. What is going on in your mind that just keeps you going no matter what? I am never going to quit. What is it for you? Well, the cool thing is I work as a nanny, so I'm around kids all the time. So I see their faces and I look at them every day and I'm like, this is what gets me up in the morning. This is who I'm able to take care of. And if I'm slacking, then what example am I am to them? Wow. Yeah. And so the kids motivate you, the very thing oh, that yeah. you love. Isn't that, isn't that inspiring? That's, that's awesome. I mean, uh, it's, it's such a blessing to be so immersed in something, you know, doing something that is right in alignment with your passion mm -hmm. as you're building your empire. That's pretty awesome. Now you talked about, um, we were talking about offline, how you've, you you've traveled and that was in your bio that we read earlier, but there was one bit of information I got secretly from your dad. It wasn't secret. It was I a posted article. It is. <laughs> no, it was that one where I learned that you had traveled to Africa at the ripe old age of 19. Yeah. And I thought, my gosh, what would that be like for a young female, 19, to travel to a country that they'd never been to. So I just wanted to ask you, how did that whole experience go? And maybe uh, let people in on a couple of things that did occur during that trip. That was yeah. pretty phenomenal. Now that I think about it, I actually was 18 because I had been in Guatemala for two and a half months. I had just graduated high school. So right out of high school, I went to Guatemala and that was my senior trip was to go serve in Guatemala. So in September, I was offered an opportunity to go to Cameroon, Africa, because my dad has a friend there, and I'd interacted with her the little boy who has autism, and he actually spoke when I spent time with him. So the mom said, you have to come. So I thought, okay, I'll get everything ready. Little did I know, you have to have a visa to get into the country. And somehow I had managed to make it all the way through airport security at Belgium, only to find out I didn't have a visa and I was little did I know I was going to get stuck there for five days and the lady and her little boy were going to go to Africa without me. So I ended up staying with one of her relatives that lived in the diamond capital of the world and I was there for five days, got denied a visa twice, and then I got to go to Africa. Oh, goodness. And then you were sharing with me that uh, you had like a boatload of money in your wallet to, to, oh, yeah. to no. so I didn't have a, I didn't get a credit card or a debit card. So I was 19 when I got back. So I had a hundred dollars cash and a hundred dollar little gift card that only worked in the USA. So somehow <laughs> I managed to go with a hundred of my own and a hundred of my dad's money. And so the hundred dollars went to visa 
And then the other hundred, I had to manage to use the rest of my trip. My goodness. So did they have ramen there? <laughs> they had fish that still looked at you. And that was the first time I'd ever eaten fish and the last time. I was incredibly grateful they cooked for me, but I will never eat fish again. <laughs> uh, note to anyone who gets involved with Jesse in any, any way, shape, or form, do not order fish. <laughs> <laughs> That's the cool thing about traveling in another country is you have to be grateful because they give you what they have. And the little mm. bit they have means so much. So I might not enjoy the fish that looks at me, but to them, that's such a delicacy. So I ate the fish and chugged 64 ounces of water so fast with a big smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God bless you. I mean, so few people think the way you just ex described where you took gratitude over the experience. You know, obviously it was grossing you out, probably with, the, you know, your food looking at you as you're... <laughs> Pairing into it and then drinking all that water. Uh, what a great story because, I mean, so many others would just look at it at face value and say, what's in it for me? And go, this is terrible. Why would you yeah. give me something staring at me? Uh, you took the what I believe to be the right track and say, I appreciate this. I'm grateful. Thank you. Even though I'm holding my breath with each bite. <laughs> it was amazing, though. I got to work with special needs kids until my gallbladder failed and I had to come back to America. But I saw a nonverbal boy speak and a little boy who couldn't walk stood up when I was playing with him. So it was totally God. But besides getting sick and everything that happened, I wouldn't change a thing. It was the most amazing experience. Tell me more about the nonverbal voice. Let's go deeper into that. Okay, so I was working in, so when I was supposed to be there for the five days I was stuck in Belgium, we were starting the first ever special needs school in Cameroon, Africa. So I missed all the training. So when I got there, I ended up working with the preschool kids and there was a little boy and I just fell in love with him. I would have taken him home if I could. His name was Gabriel and he was born with a disease that left him unable to walk. So whenever I'd play with him, I'd have to help him and the other people there would massage his legs. And one day I was playing with him and he said, mom, and he stood up and I was like, oh my gosh, I love you. And then the other little boy, he had gotten sick and I was giving him a bath and I was singing to him and he actually spoke and he talked to me and he was singing along to the song. So it was pretty cool. Oh my gosh. That is cool. Oh, there's somebody you might know, Yuri Terry. That is oh, one beautiful guest. That's my mom. <laughs> it's a family show. I love it. Fantastic. Wow. That, that's pretty amazing. And you've had a lot of experience at a, such a, a young age. I mean, four books. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I've got one book that's 90% done. It has been that way for over two years now. And I still have yet to publish my first book. And you have four <laughs> at the age of 22. And you were telling me earlier that you've sold them all. All the books that you've written are gone. You don't have any more physical books to offer. And look, I don't care if that's 10, 20, 50, 200, 5,000. Uh, um, there are so many entrepreneurs out there that have written their books that have ordered a garage full, literally boxes full of their own books that are still there, mm -hmm. that have they have not yet been able to um, sell them. Uh, they'll be lucky to sell one. Most of the time, they're just giving them away through, you know, if you do a speaking event, a great thing to do is bring your book with you and then you could do a signing uh, at the end if the, if the promoter will allow it, things like that. But most struggle to just sell their own books. So I'm curious, um, Jesse, if you're willing to share 
one or two techniques or strategies you use to actually sell your books to people that yeah. um, you ended up getting them in their hands? So the thing with me was before I even wrote the book, I started telling people about it. The little character you see behind me is the very first character I ever made. I'd watch my nieces and they were constantly on their phones like all the time. And I thought, you know what? These kids are so young and they're not using their imagination. So I created Ebenezer and he goes to a school where you're not allowed to use your imagination. So all the book is about is inspiring potential and bringing creativity back into the kids. So that was my inspiration behind the book. So I started telling everybody, hey, this book is going to change lives and it's going to really inspire these children. So you need to you need to get it because it'll make you happy and it'll make me really happy. So when I took the books to my dad and I run the United States Martial Arts Hall of Fame, I'm the MC for the event. So I brought the books while we were selling clothing and I sold all the books in the first day. So it's getting the word out about what you're doing and telling people before you just say, hey, look what I'm doing. You should buy it because people aren't expecting that. So you have to have a bit of expectation and build the anticipation for sure. Love it. Love it. And and it's just I, the fact that you're able to do this, you know, and it's like, huh, it's nothing. It's no big deal. I sold all my books. It's like, And then there's other entrepreneurs going, I would die to get to be able to sell 10 of my books. How did you do it? Um fantastic and then i heard that you have a bestseller in the works we were talking about that right because now you know i'm how to working do on it one of the characters in my book is named dot there's dip and dot and there are twin monster sisters and she may or may not have a cookbook coming out with some of the best recipes i have that i don't <laughs> share with anybody <laughs> may or may not okay she's being aloof here i love it um so what what got you originally interested in helping kids? When did you realize this is what I want to do? When I was little, when I was six years old. No, even before that, my mom said everywhere I went, I had a baby doll in my hand and I was playing with kids even younger than me. So it was something that God put into my heart was one day you're going to, I started having dreams as a little girl of these big rooms. And I started to realize these are playground designs. So I started drawing them out. So all the ideas for my playground company, I have written down. So it was just, as a child, I knew I was going to work with kids. Oh, that is phenomenal. It's interesting because it's, I was similar. I loved, I've always loved kids, always loved being around them, seeing their little curiosity. They're, they're just amazing uh, young people. And even when I was younger, like in your age, I, I found myself enjoying being with kids and helping them and, it takes a, a different person. I know that uh, yeah. it takes a lot of patience. It takes a boatload of energy because, you know, to keep up with these uh, kids. Uh, oh, my gosh. So yeah. God bless you for that. <laughs> and and you're currently, in addition to everything, you're a nanny, right? For four I, kids. I, it just depends because I have my I have two nieces and my nephew. So I usually have my nieces every day after school. But I'm working on either babysitting one to four kids every day. And we just go to the amusement park and I wear them out on roller coasters and we all scream and cry. And then they go home and sleep and their parents thank me. <laughs> I love it. Wear them out and the parents are just excited as heck. They get to have some downtime. I'm so tired. <laughs> I can imagine. Oh my goodness. Let's see. Four to nine. So yeah, um, you have, we're going to talk about it later on in the show, but you have a, a gift to give away for, and this would be great for parents to grab a hold of who, or grandparents who have access to 
uh, children, I don't know, from what did you say, four to nine, four to yeah, 10 years old. Yeah. Uh, and so it's uh, several pages of a coloring book. Is that what it was? It's actually, I just published my next book, which is about an alligator who's terrified of the dentist. So if you have a little one who's just so scared when they go to the dentist, then this is the perfect book for him, for all your kids, because it's about the alligator's name is Bubba. And the entire story, he's using his imagination, imagining that when he gets there, he's going to end up being eaten by this monster and his mind's going crazy. And so you realize that the dentist is not that bad. And it's just a fun, interactive story for kids. And I did the coloring book. So there's actually pages from the actual coloring book that I'm giving away. My goodness. I, I don't know if you know how genius that is, that you chose dentistry. And it just so many things went swirling through my head in a great way when you said that about, I mean, dentists, unfortunately, they have one of the, as a vocation, they have one of the highest suicide rates of all vocations. Oh because, you know, I mean, nobody, anyone here is dentist, they cringe mm -hmm. if they've been to one before, just because it's usually there's pain involved. It's interesting. Personally, I've never felt that way toward a dentist, ever. Mm -hmm. I look at it as I'm going in and they're going to help, pre, you know, do something to improve what's going on inside my mouth. Yeah. I know there's going to be pain, but that's not their fault. They're there to help. For, for me personally, and I, and I could never resonate with people that had this weird negativity toward dentists, but I know it exists and it's widespread. Uh, the data shows it with the suicide rates. But think about this, Jess, you probably already have, you're so astute. Look at all the dentist office you could install these books into. Mm -hmm. That's have I'm their kids right reading now. them as they're in the waiting room or looking, thumbing through them and then going, oh, this is gonna be great. By the time they walk in there, dentist going, you're a different child this time, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. So you have a massive uh, market there just for your book, that book alone. And I'm sure your dad will probably uh, nudge you in that direction as, yeah, or you probably told him. Help me out with that for sure. Yeah. And it's interesting because your dad and I are both involved in different networking groups. And I've noticed going through these groups, there are a lot that are centered around dentistry, which kind of blew my mind, marketing, helping them grow their business. Uh, and I was like, wow, why is dentistry such a high ticket or a popular item when That's it comes to the entrepreneurial world? It's, it's just, it kind of still baffles me, but at the same time, it's a big market. And I'm, mm -hmm. I'm glad that you did that. And for more than just the fact that you're now able to spread more of your books around, but also for the message that the kids will receive. And it so really, hopefully, really relieves uh, stress from the parents. Cause I know some kids that they will cry and not sleep because they know they have to go to the dentist. Wow. That's just, that's sad. You know what? Okay, I take it. So I was surprised that people think that about dentists. I thought that about the doctor. Really? Because when I was young, I would get a shot in the buttocks, we would say. And uh, it hurt as a kid. I'm like screaming. So it's funny because there was one day my mom was taking me, you know, I'm always with my mom, I was a little bitty dude. And we're going up and down the aisles of a grocery store. And I saw the nurse and she was always the one that had the needle. Mm -hmm. And I recognized her and I immediately burst out bawling my head off in front of everybody. And my mom's like, what's wrong? I was like, oh, she's going to give me a shot. And she was the sweetest thing. She came over. Oh, I'm not going to give you a shot, honey. And she kind of laughed and understood. And now many years later, and my mom's not with us anymore. And I doubt the nurses either. She was even older than my mom, but I still feel bad about that to this day. <laughs> That's funny. I used to ask for shots when I was little. My brother got one. I'd cry until I got one. 
That's why I got the chicken pox shot. It's because I begged for it. Wow. Wow. Isn't it amazing how humans, um, how we interpret things differently? Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same exact thing that's going to happen to you that's going to happen to the next person. But person A looks at it entirely different than person B. That's what makes us all unique. And I love that, uh, how we've been designed to be different. It would be boring if we were all the same, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. So um, you've done a lot. You've put in a lot of effort. Writing a book, I don't care at what level, is time-consuming. I oh, mean, yeah. I don't know. Especially if you're doing your artwork. But... I was just going to ask you that. Did you Do you do your own artwork? I do my own artwork. Wow. That, even longer then. Why? My goodness. So you're definitely um, motivated. You definitely have passion. Uh, so how far and how long are you willing to do this until you've achieved a sense of success that you're you're striving for? I don't think there's ever a point that I should give up. I mean, because I have all these kids that are saying, well, I want to be an author like Jesse, and I want to do this. And if I give up, I really think that's just going to be such a bad influence on the kids. So I'm not quitting because I'm only going to keep pushing forward even when it sucks and it's hard because why Wait, would I quit? It never sucks and it's never hard, is it? Oh, it does get hard. When I first wrote the book, I thought, how am I going to put these characters in a story that's going to impact kids? And now I've got my fourth book and I'm thinking, what am I going to do now? Which which angle am I going to go at now? Always, i got to do more. And so I, I brought that up on purpose because you're 22, yet you have the wisdom of a 50-year-old or greater. I'm 56. Until I see dinosaurs, then I'm a child again. <laughs> I love it. But the thing is, you are driven and you will stop at nothing. You will not stop until you have. Uh, and here's the beautiful thing I love about what you said is it wasn't because of anything you wanted to achieve. To achieve. It was who was dependent upon you, yeah. that your why is outside of you. It's not about Jesse Terry and how much money she's going to make. It's about the kids. And I can't let them down. And it's a great it's a great lesson for everyone that's out there. That's an entrepreneur is what is your why? Is it that strong? Is it as strong as Jesse's? Uh, she's 22 and had great success. Four published books, all sold. There's a reason for that. It's because she will stop at nothing. Her passion is that great. And one thing everyone should do is look deep inside and say, is my passion that great for what I'm doing? Oh, Yuri has another comment for us. She has such a compassionate heart. Even as she was bullied in public school, she chose kindness. But she's tough. Won her first kickboxing match. Let's pivot to that because I also understand that you got deep into the martial arts as well. Uh, I'm assuming that you had a really, really good teacher. I, I know a guy, and he's got a black belt uh, that I think lives in that house with you. But um, five, my goodness. No, I started martial arts when I was little. I was in gymnastics for a little bit, and I hated it. I saw what my brother was doing and how he was getting to learn this karate and fighting i thought i want to do that so i got into it and my dad runs the united states martial arts hall of fame so i've been able to train with some of bruce lee's original students i've gotten to train with superfoot bill wallace and i get to be in a martial arts movie in september after fashion week so it's pretty amazing because i was bullied pretty bad growing up and to get into the martial arts and realize i can find the confidence within myself just from being able to spin myself it was really a big deal for me. 
Wow. And and so when you say you were bullied, what, what did that involve? If it, it doesn't was a lot of negative. verbal, a lot of verbal. And I did have a kid who was physically kind of mean to me. He threw a metal lunchbox and bruised my ribs. And I would never hit back, though, because I knew he was he had a, a family member who had just went to jail for dealing drugs. And I couldn't bring myself to to take it out on him. Man, you are cut from a different cloth. And I appreciate that, that kind of mentality. It's, it's, it's uh, not so easy all the time to turn the other cheek, so to speak. And kudos to you for doing that. But now that you have the background and acumen, people, if they're going to pick on you, you can just take oh, no, them down. Now I'll hit them in the face. Now I don't care. <laughs> I actually got, I, my mom said it on the chat, but I trained for two months and won my first kickboxing match in February in a cage fight. So that was so cool. <laughs> I love it. And I was telling your dad earlier, I said, if I'm ever in a dark alley, I want him next to me. <laughs> and so now Jesse could, it's either you or him. It doesn't matter anymore. Now that I know this, we'll take, I'll take either one. I'm not, I'm not proud. Um, I'll take any, any protection I can get. So uh, how many hours would you say you put in to your entrepreneurial activities every single day? I mean, I watch the kids all morning and then they leave about five and I have all night to do whatever I need to do to build my business and my brand. So lately I'm like, I don't need sleep. I'm young. And so I don't, I can't really count how many hours. It's always something. And now I'm getting the little girl I've watched full time. She wants to be an entrepreneur too. So we're doing stuff together. So I have more opportunity. That's phenomenal. And you mentioned you're writing a book with one of them, right? Mm -hmm. She's come up with some characters and we're drawing pictures together and we hope to have it published at the end of the summer. I mean, listen to everything she's saying, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, she brought in a joint venture partner, <laughs> a young lady, a young child to help to uh, work with her on a book together collaboratively. And they've already set a pretty much a date, a goal mm -hmm. of when they want to complete it. And it's interesting, Jesse, when you say this, it sounds second nature to you, but so many entrepreneurs much older than you never do that, never set a goal, never look outside and get a partnership. No matter what the age is, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. much easier to do something with somebody who's got additional talents that maybe you may not have or just the help, right, than to do it on your own. And then to be able to have the foresight to think of a time and say, let's get this done by the end of the summer. And that works so well with kids because I've always loved schedules. If you don't set a date, you're always going to put it off. So I told her end of the summer, we'll get it done. If we don't get it done, then we didn't manage our time well. And that's a universal truth right there, Jesse, not just kids, every adult. So we all have these smartphones that all of them have some kind of calendar built into them. So when would now be the right time to start using that? Uh, for everyone that's not and schedule out things, schedule out everything uh, that you do. Something big. You just start writing one page a day. Just put something on paper. Everyone has a passion and a dream. They need to go after it. You're never too old to make a difference for sure. I love it. And Khalil Myricks. Wow. I need this motivation. So see you're, you're just by being on this show, Jesse, you're reaching out and impacting other lives in a positive way. And we're live right now, but when it's people are listening to the recording, there'll be many more that listen to it afterward. 
and that will help spread the word and motivate further people. So just by you showing up, I wanted you to know that you're having a positive impact already and just recognize and realize that and do more of this. Get on more podcasts, get on more shows and spread the word about what you're doing for children, what you're doing for the dentist uh, industry. That that one's huge. And uh, yeah, get get involved with dentists and get on their shows. They have There are dentists out there that are doing podcasts, which oh, I was like, wow, what do they talk about? But they must have something good. Um, oh, but that horrible sound of the grinding on your teeth. <laughs> favorite noise. So maybe they need uh, little Ebenezer earmuffs to go with their uh, coloring book to you know to take out the sound. But maybe an Ebenezer doll to hold on to while they're uh, going to the the procedure. But yeah, definitely keep keep spreading the word. And I know your dad will help um, getting you connected. And we're involved in that network that we're. Uh, been been in this week, right? You and I mm -hmm. and your dad. Uh, definitely, there's a lot of connections there that you can hit. Um, that's fantastic. So you're 22. It doesn't matter how old you are at any age. Some things have to give in order to succeed. Some things that you truly love to do, want to do, need to be put on the back burner at times for you to get to the next step. So what kind of sacrifices, if you would call them that, have you had to make so far, Jesse, to get to where you are today? Definitely my my social life. That sounds kind of like, oh my gosh, she has no friends. But it's been so much focus on writing my books and working with kids that I don't go hang out with people as often as people say, well, you need a social life. You have nobody. I'm like, but I'm making an impact. So when I'm on top and you're out partying with your friends, you're going to say, man, I should have spent more time building my brand. So I've sacrificed personal friendships and things like that. Just having people to go out with. It's I don't I don't need to go out. I have kids to take care of and I have books to write. You can come write with me. Ooh, I like it. You come join me. That's that's awesome. Oh, Yuri has more. She spent five weeks with me in Costa Rica teaching women's self defense. I mean, come on now. I mean, martial artist, uh, self defense teacher, uh, fashion model. Um, I'm a world traveler uh, who gets uh, proposed to. Oh, let's talk about that one. Oh, um, yes. That <laughs> okay, when I was in Cameroon, I, when I was sick, I had to go to the doctor there because my gallbladder had just shut down. So uh, we were on a motorcycle with two other people. So there were three of us on one motorcycle. And the guy had drove by next to us, got off of his, came over to us, and we had gotten off of ours. And he goes, I want you to marry me. And I had been prepped. They said that they will, they will propose to you because you look different than them, and they might think you have money. I'm like, I have a hundred dollars, and I do not need your forty-year-old hand in marriage. So <laughs> I'm still single, not very much engaged. So that was crazy. Uh, yeah, when you told me that right before we started the show, I was like blown away. I was like, that happens. I go, I was like, that happens a lot. I'm like, I'm good. I am too young for you. <laughs> I mean, talk about, you know, just skipping step, you know, two through 99. It's like, hello. He didn't tell you, did he even tell you his name? No, he only spoke French. He knew enough English to propose. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. They talk about icebreakers. Man. Yeah. <laughs> That's a huge one. It's just hilarious to me that, I mean, do they honestly expect the answer of yes? It's I don't so know what he wanted, but he wasn't getting it. 
<laughs> oh, that's good. And then, yeah, fantastic. This is great. <laughs> so, uh, so let's say you, you come up with an idea for moving forward, like another book. Um, <clears throat> and you know that setbacks occur during these times. What, how long, how long are you going to stick with an idea before you give up? Like what would be a defining moment to say, that's it. I've got to just shelf this and move on. There's not one. I mean, if I know that I'm going to do something, I'm not going to quit until I've accomplished it. Unless I die and like spontaneously combust, then I'm not going to quit. Because when I first wrote Ebenezer's Journal and then I wrote Bubba's Dentist Adventure, this is an amazing idea and I got to do it before somebody else does. That's what my, my dad always tells me is you have this idea and if you don't do it, somebody else is going to do it before you. Wow. I got to get it done. Words of wisdom from dad for sure. I mean, yeah, oh, you, mom. yeah you, you are blessed and so are they, have right? Great. Blessed to have them as parents. They are blessed to have you as their daughter. Um, wow. Yeah. My mom, she would listen to me. I would have these ideas late at night. My mom would just listen to me talk about it. Like forget her sleep schedule. She's got to help me out, which I'm very grateful to her for that. She has lost a lot of sleep for my brilliant ideas. And I'm sure she is loving hearing that. And every parent does love that. And, you know, being a parent myself, we want what's best for our kids. I know that's uh, where your mom and dad come from as well. And she's now seeing uh, she used to schedule out playtime when friends came over to play. That's awesome. <laughs> I so did. That is awesome. I mean, the things you're doing at such a young age are lessons that many people my age still don't follow. And they wonder why they're stuck and not making it in life. And mm -hmm. you figured it out at a very young age. You've been, you're teachable, you're coachable, obviously. Thankfully, you're one of those kids that listens to her parents because yeah, there's that, also that. that. It's so important. I When you talk about sacrifice, I sacrifice having a relationship. I've never dated. Never had a boyfriend. I thought, I have things to do, and until a guy meets my standards and can do these things with me, then I don't need a boyfriend. So if I had met somebody when I was a teenager, I would tell my mom about it, and she'd say, nope. And so I had to stop back and think, she wouldn't be telling me no, and my dad wouldn't be getting a shotgun if he didn't think that this was worth it. So it's a, I mean, to all the other people my age watching, if your mom and dad say no, they say it for a reason. They were your age. They wanted to fall in love and have that Hallmark movie thing, but it's not worth it if you're not ready. Yeah, and you have uh, a solid base, solid foundation with your parents. So definitely, uh, that's awesome. A quick, like uh, I heard this, this is cool. You said shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> so one thing I was told by another guy is like, you want you want a foolproof way to make sure that a, a boy doesn't do anything bad by your daughter? I said, yeah. He goes, well, address them at the door with a shotgun in your hand, like holding on to it, and then bring them into the house and sit down and and just sit there quietly for a while and just say, uh, you know, I've been to prison once. And then you look down at your gun and kind of clean it off a little bit. Look back up at the the, the young gentleman again and, say, and then say, don't mind going back. Oh, my God. That's perfect. <laughs> Ooh, if that doesn't, I never did that. Uh, my, my daughter has married a wonderful young man, so we're happy for her. And, and for both of them. So we never had to deal with that, but uh, that was fun. That would be a great uh, tip for relationship advice for 
budding fathers <laughs> who have daughters coming into the world. Um, my goodness. So do you do anything like specifically to bring up new ideas or do they just come to you as you're working on something else? I what like to draw a lot. Drawing really helps. I have all these ideas and pictures in my head. So I thought, well, I'll just put them on paper. And I also enjoy doing special effects makeup. That's another thing that's really helped. Because when I'm working with the kids, every Halloween, I have like five or six kids show up at my door and I do all their makeup. So it's using my creative ideas and putting them on someone's face or on paper really inspires me to, hey, this is a good idea. Or maybe I should make this zombie in my next character. And it just helps. Oh my gosh. I've never heard, that's a great uh, piece of advice for people that know how to draw. I can't draw a stick figure for my life, but uh, for those that are creative in that area, what a great way to come up with new ideas is just start mm -hmm. sketching out things and use that as a, a way to get your creative juices going. That's phenomenal. So uh, it doesn't sound like you have any downtime whatsoever for yourself, or if you do, no. <laughs> what do you do for fun? I mean, so you, you are with kids all day long, then you're working your business all evening long. You don't um, meet with friends unless they're scheduled in. So <laughs> what do you do for fun, Jesse? I work out. I love to work out. I'll work out two or three times a day if I get the chance. And then I work as an inspector for the Arkansas State Athletic Commission at MMA Fights on the weekend. Wow. So I'm either working out or doing martial arts or drawing. And and for you, what it what is working out? Lots of cardio and running and weight. Not too much because I don't want to look like a man, but a little bit of weight. Cool. And so is most of this done at a gym? I do it in my kitchen. That's, I don't really... I mean, I have the, the means necessary to work out at home without having to go to the gym. So I think I can work out, then work on my business, and I can work out again. So you must have a huge kitchen to be running there. <laughs> no, I run outside. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's awesome. And just so you know, uh, Jesse, you can lift as many weights as you want. Don't worry, you will not end up growing man muscles. And to do that, uh, you would have to take a lot of supplementation that is meant for bodybuilding. And so a lot of women have that. I, I used to be in the fitness industry and a lot of women would say, I don't want to look like a man. I was like, don't worry. You will just look stunningly awesome and tone. You will not look muscular like you can, uh, you know, out, out arm wrestle another guy. Yeah. Even though you probably could, Jesse, but you wouldn't look like you could. And that's what a lot of women don't want to look like, a, mm -hmm. you know, have manly muscles. So don't worry about that. And, and um, resistance training is a word for it when you're lifting weights. Mm -hmm. Anything that's resisting your muscle is extremely good for you. I mean, even it's even more effective in weight loss. When you get to that age, it'll come. Trust me, it does for all of us. Uh, it's found that um, resistance training is better than actual cardio because mm -hmm. the existence of muscle, just it existing, burns fat. And so the more muscle you have, again, not showing as man muscle, but nice tone muscle, it will burn fat just by its sheer existence. And that came because bodybuilders, they ate, like I'm talking about male bodybuilders, they ate lots of food to keep their muscle, uh, you know, fueled. And then at night, I forgot how many pounds, pounds, they lost pounds of weight every night just because the muscle 
uh, and the energy it put off was burning all the, the fat and everything that was in their body. So anyway, that's pretty neat. Goodness. Six. What's that? I said that is really neat. Yeah. And cardio is good too. So it's all good. Um, it's a great stress reliever as well. It gets the lungs going, a lot of oxygen. And it's fun um, to outrun my dad. That's my favorite. Like, come on, dad, come along. That's the best. So we talking speed, distance, or both? Distance and speed. All right. But he's uh, doing uh, good for his young age of 29 for like 40 years or whatever he says. He's doing really good. I love it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, good. Yes. Uh, so Khalil Myrix is so true. My parents' wisdom has certainly been a blessing to me. So that's fantastic. Thank you for that. Oh, look at this. Jerry Combs says, Jesse is an amazing young woman who has earned the respect of our lifetime guidance team. She is an example of a self-confident person of influence for young aspiring leaders. Oh, my goodness. You could put that on a mug. That would be cool. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah. Take, yeah. Thank you. I'll go with your, your book series and a mug. I've trained her on red flags. Yuri says. I'm not sure what that one was with res response to. Oh, warnings. Just watching out for the red flags and things that could happen. Oh, okay. I don't okay. know why she said that, but thanks, Mom. <laughs> thanks, Mom. See, love that. See, I don't even know why she said that, but thank you nonetheless. I'm being You're being grateful. Just living true to It'll yourself. It'll mean something to me when I get home and she explains it. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So you have done a lot in a short period of time. I mean, if you had to give a new person that was about to start up and let's say they're 25, maybe 30 years old, they're, they're established somewhat in life and you want to, or they came to you and said, Jesse, I already see you've accomplished so much. Can you give me one piece of advice that would help me to, to go down the same path you are? If you were able to do that, what kind of advice would you give them? I would first tell them that everything that I've learned has come from trusting God, is seeking his wisdom, because I can't do that on my own. Like I can come up with these cute stories and have meaningful things, but if I'm not trusting God to help me, then it's not going to make an impact at all. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. So does that that involves praying uh, before, maybe during, um, while you're writing? To God, just praying without ceasing. You don't have to be on your knees. You can just be talking to him like a conversation. Love it. That you you just read my mind. Like, what do people think that means? That don't know, right? Yeah. And that's the thing. A lot of people think I have to make it a formal thing. Uh, you know, and, and like you said, get on your knees or strike some certain pose, get on the ground, whatever. Uh, God just wants you to talk to him. Yeah. And, I mean, and, he's like a loving father. So why would you view him as anything like anything else? Man. So, wow. Everything about your family is, is just, it, it's all coming together. That's, I see why you are all so amazing. Um, what great, what great foundation that, uh, John and Yuri have, have put together and built for you. Do you have siblings or are you an only child? I have five siblings, three older what? brothers and an older sister and a younger sister. I'm the second youngest of all of them. Wow. Wow. And I'm the only one at home for now. My sister comes home on the weekends because she's also a nanny. So. Oh, cool. I only see her two days a week. And the rest are gone, huh? 
Mm-hmm. Either married or I don't know where. I don't see them <laughs> hardly ever. You're too busy writing books and uh, yes. taking care of your business, getting it going. Well, fantastic. So we do have a couple of gifts to give away. And one of the things I like to do, uh, Jesse, with each and every person that comes on to the show, I ask them all a similar question. Now, I hope you didn't cheat and watch your dad's show toward the no, end. No, he told me to, but I thought, you know what? I, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Well, and good. I don't have time, honestly. That's, that's also a good reason. So, yeah, um, I like to ask the same question of every entrepreneur that comes on the show. And it's interesting because that wasn't the plan when I first started the show, but I asked it once and I asked it a second time. I was like, oh, that was different. Okay. So I kept asking it and it's been amazing. It's a very powerful, profound, uh, impactful, yet very short question. And we'll get to that in just a moment. But before we do that, I did promise everyone that if they stayed on to the end, I'd show them that a way to win a five night stay at a five star luxury resort compliments of the big insider secrets and we'll get to that in just a moment before i do that what i wanted to do jesse is real quick is pull up your website and wanted to give people an avenue a means of connecting with you and getting reaching out to you maybe dentists or other or parents in general because you're out to help children uh, and their mindset and to help improve it so let's bring that up real quick and show everyone this is uh ebenezersjournal.com i'll put that up on the screen wrong one come on oh i updated the wrong one that's all right so ebenezersjournal.com is her website and definitely go head on over there so what is your website's purpose what do you want people to get out of the visiting your website you can actually read a bio in each and every character on there. I haven't gotten to update it with the newest character, but you can actually go to the about page and it shows you all the monsters and like a little little tidbit about each one of them. <laughs> Monstropia. Yeah. I love it. And so these are all characters in her book. These are all the characters. Astro. There's the newest one. If you order the book, you can find out his name. <laughs> all right. So that one's not listed on here then? No. And by order the book, is it, which book is it? There's Ebenezer's Journal, there's Ebenezer's Coloring Books, and there's Bubba's Dentist Adventure and Bubba's Dentist Coloring Book. It's all Do they all have the, which one has the new character in it? The coloring book for Ebenezer's Journal. Right there. There's Bubba's Dentist Adventure. That's my newest Fan, one. That's fantastic. Oh, and another one. So coloring book to go with it. Oh, this mm -hmm. is phenomenal. Ah, this is phenomenal. So you can have a book and a, I mean, I remember being in a dentist's office and they had the, I think it was called highlights. Yeah. Oh, I loved highlights. Yeah. yeah. And I'd always turn immediately to the part where you're supposed to find different elements in a, you know, mm -hmm. sketched out thing. And I loved that. It. it was kind of like a where's Waldo without color. And I was always so disappointed when I found someone that had, gone before me actually circled them with a pencil i'm like no you were you ruined my whole visit <laughs> yeah, so this would be great the, if you go to the contact page there's actually a free giveaway you can actually get some of the coloring pages yes so here is your gift everybody go to the website you see on the screen ebenezersjournal.com forward slash contact 
and there you will see a button that says free coloring pages. You just want to click on that and, and there you go. Instantly you have a PDF, six pages. You can print that out and have your kids or your someone you know kids um, take that out and they can do some coloring and tell you if they like it or not. And then you can go back and get the book and the coloring, the full coloring book that goes with it. So phenomenal job. Great job on all this. I can see why mom and dad are so incredibly proud of you. Fantastic. We'll get that there side by side. And we have some comments flowing in. See what we have coming. Yes. Homeschooling makes the best difference. Yeah, that's a, uh, I've seen others that have been homeschooled, but it all depends on the leaders and that would be the mm -hmm. parents. And so there are some that I've run across that were homeschooled and you could say, wow, you just knew something was different and not right about those individuals. They're either so, super smart or they don't know how to talk to anybody. It just, you never yeah, know. It, homeschooling is a whole different, whole different experience because now you're not able to socially interact with a lot of other kids. So mm -hmm. uh, you fall behind that area. But I was leading all that up to say is you have phenomenal parents based on how you came out and did they homeschool all of you? No, actually, I was in public school from kindergarten to fifth grade, and I was just getting to a point where I was being bullied so much that I just wanted to pull out and do homeschooling, and I had more opportunity to travel. Okay. My sister tried to homeschool, and that was, I love her, but I'm so glad she went back to a private school. It was just the best. She's <laughs> much more, uh, she depends on having all the people around her, so that was the best for her. But I'm so independent that it worked better for me. Okay, good. Very good. Very good. All right. Everyone ready for the, the giveaway? So stick with us because I'm going to be answer, or asking Jesse the big question right after this. So, uh, so remember I was saying don't go running away and clicking away and taking your attention from the show. Well, I think Jesse will agree with me now that it's okay for temporarily to take your gaze away and pull out that smartphone of yours. And why do I say that? Because this is how you enter to win. I'll bring it up on the screen. To enter to win, simply bring up your text messaging app and where you would type in the name of the person you're going to send a text to, instead type in this number. And you may wanna write this down. We're gonna keep this up very short because I need to ask Jesse that great question at the end. Okay. That number is 314-665-1767. Again, that's 314-665-1767. And then down in the area where you would tap and then type in your message, where the emojis and things like that would go, just type in two words separated by a dash or a hyphen if you prefer. Those two words are peak, P-E-A-K, dash vacation. So peak dash vacation and hit the send button. And then keep an eye on your phone. You will get a response back automatically and it will ask you for your email address. And so for you to be officially entered into this contest, we need your email address because our automated system will then take over and pick a random winner for tonight's giveaway. And you'll have an option to uh, allow us to announce that you were the winner on Facebook. If you don't want us to, we won't, that's fine too. But just wanted to give you a heads up on what to expect after you enter that information. And I hope to see 
you win, whoever it is that's watching right now, all of you. <laughs> we only pick one, but looking forward to that and see who wins that. Jesse, are you ready? I sent the, sent the text message. I want to go. Okay. <laughs> yes. I'm ready. That's awesome. So, yes, guest experts are allowed to enter, too. I saw you taping in. I was them really and... disappointed if you had said no. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. And, and it'll be a random draw for all those that enter. So everyone out there, we know we have at least one entry. So we better get it in there quick. All right. For the question of the hour. So, Jesse, this is a, a very powerful, profound question. Uh, but at the same time, I want you to know that there is absolutely no such thing as a wrong answer. Uh oh. So you did hear this before? No, I knew you'd say that because I hear that when I ask my mom something. <laughs> I love it. Well, what's the opposite of that? The only think. correct answer is right yours. Yeah. Is yours. Because it's it's personal in nature only because it's it's unique to each individual. That's what makes it personal. Nothing more. Sound good? Yes, I'm ready. You're killing me. Oh, she's ready. I love it. I, I figured you would be. All right, here we go. Jesse Terry, how do you define success? Success is not something I would say I I agree with it as being something good, but success is significant. It's waking up in the morning and saying, this is what I'm going to do, and this is my goal for the day, and not doing it for yourself, but doing it to make an impact for somebody else. So a successful life is a significant one for sure. Boom. Oh, we haven't done this yet. We got to do this once. Oh, yes. That was a wonderful bomb dropping moment. Smart bombs, wisdom, bombs of wisdom, knowledge bombs. They were all there. Fantastic. Great, great show, Jesse. Thank you so much for coming on. You've been an absolute gem. Thank you, uh, thank you to John and Yuri for allowing you to step away from them for a moment and uh, be a part of this show. Uh, thank you to Ebenezer back there who's sitting on the desk. I appreciate. I know he's uh, so quiet, so nice. I, I wish tell my you. Kids that I watch for like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have the model for them. Say, look, be yes. like him. <laughs> All right, Jesse, on behalf of the amazing Jesse Terry, I am your host of the Mind Body Business Show, Brian Kelly. Until next time. We'll see you again. So, so long, everyone, and be blessed for now. Take care, all. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com. My name is Brian Kelly.